0: Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so, so full. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block, in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot, that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops, or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With hoes in your socks A uh, city slickers there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock Off the knob on top of the hydrant We was wildin' on the side of apartment lots uh, Then the streets what run them up soaking dripping wet in the pond tree swim trunks Welcome, toss, welcome, so we'll the welcome back, back all on my the Future man,
1: fathers, potential up, parents, and everyone else tuning in this is another episode, episode fifteen of Dad Hard with a podcast, and it's a special episode because uh, it's our holiday episode. We're gonna call it a Dad Hard Christmas. Y'all see why uh, when you uh, when you click that button to to, to play it because the album art is just fantastic. Anyway, uh, thank you all again for tuning in and clicking that button, listen to another week, another episode of the show. Before we get started, definitely want to thank my man Brandon Roberson, founder, owner of Orbit Moonwalks, for um, coming on last week and talking to me about how he decided to start a bounty house business and about fatherhood in general. Um, and I want to Give him a huge congratulations because over this past weekend, the uh, the high school that he is the athletic coordinator for won the state championship in Texas in football. So, you know, B, I'm going to take a little bit of credit for that. You know, I'm going to say that. Coming on this pod is a good luck charm, so I'll take some credit. But you know, big shout out to you, huge congratulations, man! That's freaking awesome. Um, I know it took a lot of hard work and dedication, and your dedication to those kids um, definitely helped them to climb that milestone and, and re- reach that championship. So, shout out to you, big huge accomplishment! Uh, and I appreciate you coming on last week. Hopefully, we'll we'll have you on again in the future, uh, and we'll uh, we'll definitely be talking soon. Uh, next line of business, thank you to all y'all for tuning in again, I know it's the holiday season, and everybody's running around, traveling, being with family, so the fact that you tuned in, you're listening, you're checking me out, even during the holidays, means the world, and it means so much, I want to give even a bigger shout out because of all of your listens, all of you sharing everything, every week, Um, we've... Finally, gotten on the iTunes charts. We are on the iTunes charts. We have cracked the top two hundred in the parenting category. Currently sitting at number one eighty-two on those charts, and uh, hopefully, we'll keep climbing. And the only way we can do that is if you keep listening, you know, and and jump onto iTunes. Even if it's not your preferable uh, method of listening to podcasts. Do me a huge solid. It's the holiday season, right? It's about giving. So give your boy a little something. Um, I'm giving you the pod. You give me a little something. Jump onto iTunes uh, or I, I Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast. Give me a, a rating, give me a review, uh, because that's what's going to help to go up those charts and get more listeners so that we can help more people, more dads, more parents uh, along this crazy wild adventure. Um, a- among the top 200 on the parenting charts, there are only maybe, maybe a dozen that are oriented towards fathers. So, you know, that makes... Content like this even more important to get across and to share and to move up those charts. I don't even think there is a, a father-oriented podcast in the top fifty. It's all either general parenting or mom-oriented, and that's important. Don't get me wrong, moms, dollar of the utmost importance. Uh, I understand that, but the fatherhood experience is. Almost as important, and we have a lot less guidance that comes to us across all content of all walks, whether it's books, podcasts, blogs, etc. So, moving podcasts like this up those charts so fathers looking for assistance and for help and for guidance and just different experiences being shared with them um, is, is so important. So, guys, I'm begging you, I'm asking you, please help me out. Jump on an iTunes podcast and Give me a subscription, five-star rating, review. If you don't want to give me five-star, that's fine. Just give me a review in general. It's all going to help to to elevate the recognition of the podcast so that we can help more people. And. speaking of helping more people, before I get into all my plugs, I want to give a shout out to the Park Slope Parents. Um, they are an organization here in Brooklyn that connects parents with each other, new parents, old parents, etc. Um, but last week they had a, a Father's 411. It was a sit down little summit and um, it was actually kind of shocking. I, I met a friend of mine who I had met at one of these dad meetups that they organized and me and him had been talking and we were going to go to this summit thing. He had been before I never gone he's a little more experienced than I am and we walked in and there were six guys there all six of them were expecting fathers there was not a single father there they had come for guidance because they were clueless and I'm telling you if you had looked at the at the the look on these guys' faces. It was like a deer in headlights. They had no idea what they were doing. They had no idea what to prepare for. They were not prepared at all. They were scared shitless of what was about to happen to them uh, in becoming a father. And my friend and I walked in and told them that we were dads and their eyes lit up. And we sat there for the next hour just answering questions about, you know, anything that they had from how to hold the baby to how to deal with breastfeeding to, you know, uh, how to find a pediatrician. And then also listening to all of their stories and having them listen to ours from our experience. Now, listen, I'm only four months of experience, so I didn't even have that much to share, I thought, but they were so appreciative of the guidance that me and my friend were able to give them because, just from our experience, because they had no idea what was to come, what to expect, because there's not that much out there. So all that being said, that makes it even more important to get podcasts and content like this recognized and into the ears and hands of people that need it so that we can just keep creating better fathers every single day, because it's so important. I know that was a long-winded way of saying just listen to me on Apple Podcasts, but please listen to me on Apple Podcasts. Um, It really is important. I can't stress it enough. Anyway... Fathers out there, future fathers, if you want to connect on the fatherhood brotherhood, uh, beyond just the podcast, if you have ideas you want to come on the show, there are, there are topics that you want to hear discussed. Um, you know, people are actually starting to write in more and more with different ideas for segments they want to see on the show or different ways that that uh, that I can make it a little bit more entertaining and and interactive and, and stuff like that. And that's fucking awesome. I really appreciate it. But to so to connect on the fatherhood brotherhood. Keep sending that in, dadhardpod at gmail.com or follow the Instagram. That's how a lot of people are getting in touch with me. That's actually a a, a lot of the ways that I'm getting a bunch of my guests that are coming on in 2020 is through the Instagram. So DM me, I answer. uh, It's dadhardpod. uh, And then the Facebook page, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. Hit me up on any of them. I will respond. I will answer. I will talk to you. I will have a conversation. We can do the whole thing. I. Want to hear what you guys want to say, future dads specifically, new dads specifically, anything that you guys need to hear, anything that you're interested in, anything that you're unsure about, Get shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, let's discuss, let's talk about it. I might not be able to help you, but with all the fathers that I've been talking to over the last 15 weeks, maybe, maybe I have a connection with somebody that can help you and I can at least connect you with them, etc., like I said, all I want to do is help. So, now that's out of the way. This is week 20. Episode 15 and week 20 of being a dad. Um, that's like just about five months. And, you know, I did this for Thanksgiving and I'm going to do it again. Because when it comes to any type of holiday, when you're around family and you see all this different interaction with your baby and with your child and and you see the different dynamics and everything like that, you tend to reflect a lot on your experience in holidays and just your experience in general around around your family or whatever. Um, and so, you know, we had our first Hanukkah, my, my daughter's first Hanukkah this past Sunday. And again, it was like a family event. And the biggest thing in her development this week was her desire to interact and that's been coming, you know what I mean? It's, it's been coming down the pipe for the last couple of weeks. But like now she wants to interact with everything. She wants to interact with people that are holding her, people that are talking to her. You know, she, she sat and basically had a conversation with my father-in-law for about 20 minutes when we first got in there. She wasn't saying words, but she was, like, talking to him. She was trying to talk. You know, she's trying to now make B sounds and go, you know, and and when she can't do it, she gets frustrated because it's like she can't get her point across for a lack of a better term it sounds fucking crazy that a five-month-old a 20-year-old baby 20-month-old baby is trying to get a point across right to an adult it sounds crazy but you can see it in her face she gets frustrated that she can't get across what she wants to get across she can't make the sounds that she at least thinks she wants to make or is trying to make because it limits her ability to, like, interact. And that's what she's super into right now. That's all she wants to do is interact. When you hold her, she wants to touch your face. She wants to, like, feel. She wants to be... Again, interactive, you know, even now when you're reading her books, you know, before she would be maybe interested, she would just be kind of lying there, she'd maybe look and like touch a few pages, especially if it's like one of those, uh, those touch and feel books, right? But now she wants to touch everything and she wants to touch all the pages, she wants to flip them, she, you know, she's reaching, she's moving around and with her toys, she's now even exploring them more deeply you know like her main core of toys hasn't really changed but the way that she's interacting with them now is so much different she's exploring them she's turning them over you know we have this little dog right that on one side it's black and white so it's allegedly for when they're really really young can only see in black and white and the other side is blue and she just loves turning it over and seeing the difference. And she's like wowed by it. And, you know, she'll put it in her mouth and she'll put it all over her face. And she'll just try to play with the ears and do all these different things to try to interact with it to its fullest capacity. Now, the issue with this is when when you're with like family during the holidays, right, is that there's so much interaction that she wants to do that, it's like overstimulus, right? It's overstimulating stimu- them. They just, they don't wanna, they don't wanna stop. They wanna, they wanna be involved in everything. At least my daughter wants to be involved in everything. So obviously, you know, nap time schedules and, and relaxation schedules and schedules in general kind of just go out the fucking window. Um, and, you know, obviously that can lead to some stress back at the house, but it's so interesting and it's fun to see that how much they want to be involved in everything now you know when they're so little and they're so small all they want to do is kind of just like lay there and let you do all the work she now wants to do the work. She doesn't want to be held like a baby. She wants to be held up so she can see everything. She doesn't want to, you know, like just like lay down on her back. She wants to be sit sit. You know, she wants to be seated up and sit up so that she can see everything, or stand, or whatever. You know, um, in it's it's just so interesting and crazy to see how much this development has come, and it's just these small little things. But it's these small little things that are happening so consistently that they all kind of blend together to create this person you see how each individual step has now turned into and created this person and what they want to do now right you know reaching of the arms when they're you know what is it six weeks seven weeks you know if that's when they're supposed to start reaching their arms and trying to grab stuff now she's doing that all the time because that's how she's exploring things right it's so it's so crazy, and you know, like finding her feet. You know, she's starting to understand the the concept of cause and effect, so she can un- understand that when she's reaching for a foot and she pulls off the sock on it, her foot's going to be there. You know, she she un- she's kind of understanding that the things that she does have not repercussions but have actions that are attached to it you know like uh, my wife when she uh, when she in the morning when she's done like feeding her or whatever or not feeding her when she's done changing her or whatever in her bedroom she'll take my daughter over to the light and she'll have her press the light so she can understand that when she presses it the light goes off when she presses it again the light goes on and she's starting to understand these things and it's leading to her just wanting to interact with different things more. You know, toys that have, you know, push and, and there's a color. That's now her favorite thing because she's pushing it and she's seeing the color or the music or the sound or whatever it is. She's seeing that what she's doing is affecting and having a reaction to whatever it is she's doing it to. Um, and it's just so, it's so interesting Um and it, it, it's great for her to. It's great to see her interact with family, you know, during the holidays, because there's so many people that she can now interact with. So many different things that she can interact with. That she, you know, we were at Hanukkah on uh, on Sunday, and she literally was having the best day of her life. The best day of her life. She was. On her grandfather's lap everybody was coming over to her playing with her making faces poking her they had different toys she was on her pacifier you know she was doing it and then of course the favorite thing was she was watching the freaking Jets and they won she was a good luck charm for the goddamn jets they thank God you know what I'm gonna have to take her to, I'm gonna have to take her to watch more jets games every jets game she watches they win and they only won like four all season so you know what that's a good luck charm. Talk about coming on the pod being a good luck charm. Her watching the damn Jets, that's a good luck charm. But seriously, she was just like enthralled by everything. She was so in love with her entire surroundings and everybody wanting to play with her. You know, I talked about it on Thanksgiving when she was around family. You know, she was scared. And, and you could see that she had, She she was scared to be with people that she didn't know and she didn't know what to do. And it was a, a whole new thing. Now, given, you know, her grandparents, you know, my my wife's parents and my mom, you know, she's around them all the time. And my wife's brother and his girlfriend, right, they're, you know, uh, they're people that she sees all the time. So there's nothing to be nervous about. It's not like they're new people. But it was different this time. She just loved being around everyone and interacting with everyone to the point where she refused to take a freaking nap. I literally had to take her home because she needed to go to sleep. She just started screaming or whatever because she just wanted to be in the mix. She wanted to be part of it. She wanted to interact. She wanted to be with everybody. And it was so cool because it kind of made you think that she already understands the whole concept of the holidays and bringing family together. Because that's what you want to do, right? You want to come together and you want to interact with your family. And that's all that she wanted to do at the tender age of 20 weeks. I'm telling you, the girl is precious. But, um, you know, that's, that's what it is. Week 20 is supreme desire for interaction from them. That's what they want to do. They want to interact with everyone and everything straight up. Um, And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. This might be my favorite week watching her develop because everything has changed. The way she wants to do everything is so different, even down to eating her bottle Right? She wants to be the one that's like holding it. And if she can't hold it, you know, we have plastic bottles and we have glass bottles. Glass bottles are a little too heavy for her to hold. So if she can't hold it. She wants to be holding my finger um while she's eating. So at least she knows that she's interacting with you or it or the process. Uh and it's just so Amazing to watch because that's when they become a person, right? The whole concept of people and and, and the reason why we are people is the, our ability to interact, our ability to communicate. You know, that's what my uh, my guy Brandon Roberson talked about a lot last week is the communication and teaching communication and stuff like that with his kids, you know, um, and that's what this is. It's her learning to communicate, learning to interact, whether it's with inanimate objects or her grandfather you know um and it's a it's a really 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 beautiful thing to to see to watch and especially to have it happen during the holidays when you know kids can get really cranky and and irritable and fussy and you know too much overload of things to watch her want to be involved and be connected with all of those things is so cool and um you know her only wanting to play with the wrapping paper on her toys and her presents that she gets it's a little frustrating for us but you know what whatever she wants to do interact with it ruffle up your your wrapping paper it's all good you'll appreciate the presents later um but the interaction—this is probably my favorite, favorite thing—because you can actually see them becoming a person, becoming a real, a real human. Um, and, and that's what it is. That—that's week twenty in a nutshell. That's our holiday experience so far, in a nutshell. Uh, when we come back next week. The episode is going to be coming out on Monday, um, and I'm actually going to be sitting down with a super special guest. I'm like honored that the guy was was down and, and and willing to come on the show. I'll be sitting down with Jason Priest. He is the host of the Dad Bod Pod, and uh, like a, a a real 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 inspiration um, and guiding light for men's health, specifically when it comes to fathers. He's been featured in Men's Health magazine, and his his Story is just phenomenal. Um, So I had a great conversation with him last week. That's going to be coming on on Monday. Uh, So watch out for that, December thirtieth. We're going to be dropping the New Year's episode. It's going to be like a new New Year, New You type of thing. Um, And I'll have some a little bit more insight on the holiday season and how that's affected everyone, or, or affected her, my daughter specifically, because we'll be through. Just about eight nights of Hanukkah, we'll be through Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, the whole the whole nine, um, I'll have the full spectrum and gamut to run on that, so uh, this is kind of a pre-holiday episode, um, but I wanted to get this out there for you, it's just going to be a quick hit, only me this week, it's the first time I've, I've done a solo since, uh, since our second episode, but I figured, you know, episode 15 you guys can handle just me for about 20 minutes. I figure everybody's running around hustling and bustling. So I wanted to give you guys just a little something quick, um, and let you know that I I really, really, really truly and honestly appreciate all of the love, all of the support, all the listens, all the downloads, all the sharing, all the subscriptions, everything on every different platform. Um, I, I truly appreciate it. Um, and, and let's keep doing it. You know, I'll, um, I'll drop New Year's resolutions and all that stuff next week. But you know, for my fathers out there, um, definitely think of some, some resolutions when it comes to fatherhood that you want to achieve and want to see yourself develop for the next year. I know I have mine and I've been thinking about it over the last week or so. Um, but d- definitely make those. Make those goals for yourself because... It's going to help. When it comes to these next stages of fatherhood and the development of your kids, it's actually something that that my buddy Jake Herbert mentioned when he was on in episode seven, um, you know, set these goals and standards that you want to achieve. Um, and that's kind of resonated with me specifically as we come to the end of the year, you know, but that's all for us this week. This is episode 15, uh, as always, to connect on a fatherhood brotherhood. Send us an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow on Instagram, at dadhardpod, and on the Facebook, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rest of your Hanukkah, holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Festivus, anything that you celebrate, do it to the fullest and appreciate everything. Um, Appreciate your family, appreciate your kids, appreciate your partner, appreciate your friends, all that good stuff. I'm done with preaching. This has been a dad hard Christmas episode. Um, So uh, happy holidays to everybody. And thank you again for always showing the love. We're out. Until next week. Same dad hard time. Same dad hard place. That's it. Peace.
0: We about to blast out, make a pew, view, pew Like a laser, laser, we belt to blast out, like a laser. Switching, shaking like they heat with a taser, but shoot, they don't phrase Can we see you hands, and we
1: so high above y'all that all we do is wait time. Attention all my fellow doodadders, fathers, and future fathers out there. The holiday season is right around the corner, and if you're anything like me, you've saved those super special gifts for those super special women in your life until right about now. Well, I guess it was now a few days ago until I jumped on to NovalitaVintage.com and got my wife a super special, unique, vintage gold jewelry piece. That's what they do. They take vintage gold pieces and repurpose them into one-of-a-kind, unique, jewelry items whether it's necklaces rings bracelets you name it it does not matter make sure you get the women in your life feeling super special with a super specialty one of a kind jewelry item from Nova Lita vintage that's n-o-v-a-l-i t-a-vintage.com whether it's your wife your partner your mother your grandmother or even if you want to spoil your daughter make those special women in your life feel truly one-of-a-kind this holiday season with a one-of-a-kind vintage jewelry piece from novalitavintage.com and check out the instagram because it's dope at novalitavintage check it out